It's the 919 Vice Podcast. Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holt. We're not in graffiti today. We're in Wayne's home base, but not his actual Wayne Manor. Still haven't been invited over to Wayne. I asked Adam, full disclosure, when we were finishing up our graffiti meeting, we're actually in my building off office today. Yeah. We were finishing up our graffiti meeting here because the cleaners are doing our quarterly deep clean at graffiti. So I said, Adam, let's go to the house or you want to do it from the house? He's like, no, let's just do it from here. Actually. What well, said, actually what was said oh, was, okay. You want to just do it at the house? I was like, I don't know. Do you want to do it at the house? No, let's just do it here. No, you said let's do it here. <laughs> anyway, sure. Throw the red flag. Throw, throw the red flag. Well, it, makes it, it makes it easier for Wit and Quinn over from Bond Brothers to just walk over here. Yeah, but they both drive. Awesome. They both drive. You literally just, well, this with. tasty. With, well, I was going to say, Quinn, you're in sales, so you're driving all over the place, right? Uh, I'm an e-biker now, professional e-biker. Oh, actually. nice. Yeah, yeah, so a full-time well, e-biker. We're going to need to get that a lot closer to his mouth, Wit, if you're going to be the one holding it. That's what she said. Wow. Whoa. That's better. Hey. Whoa. Hey, now. Yeah, just, so, just pass the mic. Just pass the mic. When you and Wayne will get along well, because um, I'm sure you subscribe to the uh, the statement on his one sticker on his truck that says e-biking is not a crime. I was about to say, which I've got a sticker for you. the most carry sticker you could put <laughs> on a vehicle. Wait a minute, are there, wait, do people not like e-bikes? There's no. a subset. Yeah. So, well, really? so they seem convenient to me. They're expensive like, as all they, get they out. They want to but... be skateboarders, right? But they're no, not. No, that's not true. So here's no, the here's, Skateboarding here's, is not a crime. You remember that. Yeah, here's I remember the that, thing. But why is e-biking a crime? It's not. That's the well, joke. Oh, so okay. we got to clarify the e-biking. So there are e-bikes that you roll around town on and you mm-hmm. bar hop and you, you know, you go get your little grocery from the, whatever, from the convenience store. And then there's a real e-bike called a mountain bike, Right. And that's what I have. I have an e-mountain bike along with a mountain bike and a gravel bike. And depending on where I'm going to ride is which bike I take. I see. Jack likes to take these crazy-ass climbs up two and a half miles. Uh, I don't even know what the pitch is, but it's, it's steep. Can, we, are, just, so, are, can well, we just appreciate Wayne's subtle that, flex? Are, are bike e-bikes flex? like yeah, yeah, the like, bike flex? Like, that's what, $20,000 for the bikes? But are no. e-bikes like NFTs? Do you buy them and they exist online or are they real? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but you can only smoke e-cigs while you ride Oh, okay, e-bike. gotcha. No, so man, you smoke yeah. the real stuff, man. You smoke the... You Jules. Smoke the- so, could do you deliver beer on an e-bike? Do you have like a special compartment for this? Uh, it's in the works, actually. Okay. Um, we're, have we gotten her back from the engineer yet? I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Wait, yeah. Is the, the crank engineer. arm Well, we don't... Crank arm pedals. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's Carrie's version it's of crank Carrie. arm. It's like a Carrie thing. Coming out of that urban farmhouse. So is your e-bike, you have to pedal it? Is yours more like a motorcycle? You just give it's and got, go. It's got pedals on it, but the pedals are, I mean, they're mainly for show. decorative. I do have gears, but the focus is I've got shocks in the front. So when I do deliver the beer, it's not shaking. It's not moving. It's a nice So, so my e-bike, you actually have to pedal. You can't just like, it's not like a motorcycle. You can't just like go. You've got to. That's a mid, you got a mid-drive? You're still working. You're still wow. working. Wow. Okay, let's start on beers. I think we've, this is not 919 e-bike. It's 919 Vice, and let me tell e-biking you. E-biking is not a, a crime. Very, it's right, a very, I know. It's we a very got, expensive vice. We got back vice. to that. We got back to that. Now, the reason why y'all are here is because you have your holiday spiced beer, right, right Wit? No, we didn't bring oh. one. You didn't bring, what do you have in the can, then? <laughs> we have a, I actually I have a bone to pick with Adam. Um, yeah, join the yeah. crowd. So, <laughs> we, we did this thing. You know how Adam hates cold IPAs, famously so. Um, yet, he's brewed one two years in a row with me. No, yeah. he hasn't. He comes over in the middle of the afternoon. Y'all drink three or four beers. I'll take a couple of pictures. That's right. Then that's he leaves. That's yeah, he's brewing. brewed one two that. years in a row with me. That's not brewing. No, because that's the way you brew. No, that's I know. how you brew on collab days. <laughs> that's a collab day, yeah. Thanks, thanks Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, we brought our, uh, it's a holiday uh, kind of ale, kind of like, or I guess it's a lager, holiday kind of beer like um, celebration because you can only make it during the hop harvest. So it is, I see. It is a holiday thematic beer. Um, and Say that again. Thematic. The wow. first part. Holiday. Holiday. What did you say after that? I think it's, I guess it's probably a. The ale part or the lager part or which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. lager part. What? What's called IPA? Well, I guess it's probably a lager, is what you said. We'll 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 make well, sure uh, Joe well, makes sure he highlights that later. The reason why I, the hey, reason well, hold on mark down the date, I win. Oh, I win. Okay, that's what this is all about. I win. It's a lager. So, I, I, and that's what the point of this podcast. Not it wasn't lager. It's not a lager. It's not about e-biking. It's uh, it's about these holiday beers. So this is your holiday version of a. This is your this is your holiday beer. No, we have holiday beers. There's not in package. So we brought over. A, you can only brew it. You only brew it. You can only brew it cold and fresh seasonally in the in the fall to winter season hop because harvest. of the hop, the hop harvest, harvest okay. in the Pacific Northwest. So to get an American hopped, fresh hop beer, the time is from like September to Christmas. Okay, so yeah. why? Okay, when much I, like celebration. Before I sat down. And started to drink beer. You guys said, "Don't touch this Bond Brothers beer until the end." <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk about that later when we get to it, because this beer is also on on trend of what you're saying. This has no spice in it. We are drinking Bell's Christmas Ale, okay? And Bell's just happens to brew a Scotch Ale, which can be brewed all year round. Some people do, right? Uh, it's you know, delicious. Like, it's very good, mm-hmm. but good. this is Bell's unspiced, you know, basic BJCP style. Christmas beer, and it's just a Scotch ale. It's uh, it's very good, and um, malt forward, it, like the beer we're talking about, the Bond beer. It is not something that has you know pastry spices in it or baking spices. It just exists as a beer seasonally for Bells. Okay, I'm just it's delicious. It is delicious. I'm just kind of confused as to what makes it a Christmas ale because there's a Christmas, Christmas tree in the on name, it, man. Christmas it's is in the name, bro. And there's it's a what, tree on the label. It's the, it's all about the marketing, man. You follow beer advocate or uh, beer aficionado? I now. do. He's always doing the brewers versus marketing department videos. So why don't we do a July version of this, where you call it Christmas in July? Yeah, oh, really? You you don't want to put? Oh come on! You don't want to put on like Santa in a bathing suit type thing? All right, so now we're gonna try an oh, apple try cinnamon <laughs> cranberry. Is it cranberry? I don't know. This is toppling Goliaths. Um, Cranberry called- apples and cinnamon lager. Wow. It's uh give it's us ho- a warning holi- that it can be hazy. Holidots. <laughs> I should have just named it holidays. Or Dorothy's New World lager with things in there, which is why it's holidots. That's that is coming out a color that I wasn't expecting. Well it's got I said cranberry. It's got cranberry Because of the actual cranberry. Okay. <clears throat> so But cr- cranberry Well that nose is not getting it done for me. Uh oh. Do you hate the holidays or what? Yeah. Why, do you, hate, why, do, you hate why do you hate the holidays? I'm, I'm, I'm starting the war on Christmas right now. Jeez, man. <laughs> that is strongly flavored. <laughs> okay. Uh, of a of a potential uh, flavoring. Now, here's the thing about cranberry. Cranberry in and of itself isn't sweet. Like, if you have cranberry juice, there's so much sugar that has to go into that cranberry juice. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So what are they doing with this beer before I even taste it? Because well, you, you can guys get are sugar reacting in a from, very different way. You know, final gravity, right? It's easy to add sugar to beer. Um, Do you not like cranberry juice, Adam? This is this is this is uh, a potpourri. This is the beer know. for the the white folks who like the cranberry yeah. sauce right out of the what? can. Whoa, whoa, buddy, whoa! That am really I, is. I feel like they purified a. Am I wrong? Ocean spray 
can of cranberry sauce. Yes, that's exactly what oh, it I is. I was thinking it was more like maybe a uh, Yankee candle situation. Uh, oh, boy. It's got, a, it's got a sort of aspartame finish that's like of natural oh, flavors. I get it now. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. trying to get, get all cute over it. It's just nasty. It's, I get it now. Aspartame, whatever. It's just nasty. Not a f- I'm not a, I guess none of us are fans anymore. No, I don't think any of us are fans here. Like, I think it's interesting in I'm that. Like I'm like 99.8% oh, wow. of a fan, I think. Is that going to do that? I'm 99% sure I'm not a fan of this beer. <laughs> this gets us. Man, we are on a roll today. This might be the worst podcast of the year. Or the best. I feel like, to get back to our marketing point, they missed an opportunity to make this can look like an ocean spray. Right? Although, I don't know. Wait, could you possibly make a gelatinized beer that will then form into actual beer? You gelatinized. Sci- not not reverse it. You can it. get gelatin, beer and gelatin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yo, a wordsmith and some it, stuff else today. It just tastes today. very produced. Like, they all, the only thing they Agreed. really wanted you to taste was the cranberry, and that's You could really get a uh, gelatin, like a, a polymer that's adjacent to gelatin that you could add an acid to and break back into a liquid. Um, that's your like, chemistry lesson for the day. You know, that's like those things, those uh, you know, bubble tea spheres and stuff like that. You can you can do that kind of thing with beer as well. Now we're on to Hardywood Gingerbread Stout. Yeah, we're on to Hardywood Gingerbread Stout, which back in the day before Hardywood was readily available, just the base one. This was highly coveted, like you said, just the base one. Yep. Was highly coveted. All of them were. And yeah, all yeah, my yeah. friends in Virginia were like, "You can find this in every Seven Eleven in Richmond. Like, why do you North Carolina folks want this? I will give want you this beer so much. Can I give you a pro? Can I give everybody Please. a pro tip on holiday spice beers? The best Hardywood holiday spice beer is the cookie butter uh, ale in Trader Joe's. They they <laughs> white labeled it for Trader Joe's, and it is amazing. Really? Cookie butter. Better than Kentucky Christmas Morning, which is usually my go-to. Yes. It's uh, coconut and vanilla and I think cinnamon. Is it better than the Thanksgiving chips at Trader Joe's? I'm unclear. I've never not had those. Okay. All right. I feel like the last beer messed up my palate and I'm not tasting this beer. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. No, I think we Are we having a- I'm getting uh, a lot of vanilla right now that I usually don't remember getting. Are we having a Foothills watermelon? Is this a a a Foothills watermelon moment? yeah. Tastes like vanilla flavoring uh, a little bit, and I think there's flavoring on the container somewhere. Um, but uh, let's see, maybe not. The thing that always gets me with this beer is they choose to use raw ginger, and you can taste the raw ginger, like okay. any sort of cooked ginger, candy. I'm ginger. just not getting a lot of ginger through it. I think my palate's messed up from the last. There's no ginger. I don't think. I don't think there's no not, ginger. That's not your palate. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's the cranberry. You think uh, there's no ginger? Is that what you said? Yeah, low, low ginger. Yeah, there's low. Low ginger, but it's low. Yeah. It's raw ginger flavored, and that always. So what's the raw ginger flavor? Just raw ginger, like it's fresh ginger. Oh, it's like, like yeah, the yeah. kind of ginger that I would get in a um, sushi pack. Yes, not pickled, but yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. That is yeah, yeah. like you but, buy um, from the grocery store. I see. Yeah, like the, the the ginger root, and so for me, it never really evoked the baking spice cookie thing. I'm getting because more it is cooked ginger versus raw ginger. Okay, I'm with. Actually, Adam, I'm with you. I'm getting the vanilla. I'm getting like vanilla. Honest, I get a lot of vanilla initially, and then I'm getting like molasses on the finish. Like okay. as I exhale, like it's it's coming through. The I'm getting horse. I'm just getting straight a horse blanket. Huh? <laughs> horse blanket. Speaking of farmhouse, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> urban, 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 urban farmhouse. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, start. I'm gonna start calling my shed that. So after the um, toppling Goliath, uh, 
Dorothy's Old World Lager with uh, cranberries, apple, and cinnamon. We are on to the Sycamore Barrel Age Christmas Cookie, which is... And we happened to jam in a Hardywood Gingerbread Stout between the two. Yes, we did. Sorry. And uh, on this Sycamore uh, beer, they are famously known for seeing what they can get away with on the label. This label was very tame this year. It's super tame this year. Last year, the past, like... Well, the... The first year they got in trouble was the removable labels, right? Or no, they put a label over the rest of them. They get in trouble every year, but they do a one-off, so they pre-sell it all, get a slap on the wrist, and say, fine, we'll never make it again. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not following. But it was like elves. No, it was reindeer and sex positions. I'm not I'm not following here. So I remember the label that got in trouble. Their labels. Labels. There was a uh, sex toy themed one. I remember with that. Those. One. That was like two there was years a ago. pixelated uh, reindeer having sex in different positions. Okay, one. Okay. Yeah, it was like and it was like eight bit reindeer. So they put them out. Yep. People catch on. They get no. They get the labels it's approved, not and then someone someone of the ABC approves these labels. And no, then, they did not get the ones approved oh, they did the not. first okay. year. Okay. They did not get them approved. Mims, R.I.P. Mims. Mims took them thinking they had done, they had gotten their approval. They had not. So I think both ended up getting slaps on the wrist. And this was probably like 2018, 2019. Yeah, this one has some like mildly scandalous stuff, but it's not very bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not terrible, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, there's like legs on the barrel, that kind of thing. There's no butt Maybe some underwear around legs from the barrel. All right, so here's my question. A lot of barrels on their knees. Sycamore is known for these provocative labels. It gets the people going. But is the beer any good? Yeah, I mean, I think for what it is, the beer's really good. Um, the barrel character's low. It says barrel age, right? But the the And the uh, flavoring of a natural or artificial type is high. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't hate it. It's pretty good. Um, there's this caramel note uh, on the nose that's obviously... Uh, natural or artificial flavor, um, unclear on which, uh, but it is right. delightful and it is sort of apropos of the uh, uh, cookie butter beer I was talking about. So minus the coconut and the cinnamon, um, it has that cookie butter vibe to it. Um, I think that the barrel aging part of this beer may be for marketing um, because I don't get a lot of barrel. But if we would taste yeah. it next to the regular, we might be able to discern more we right? might we might yeah all right so what is when you say the barrel aging how long can it be in a barrel for it to be considered aged uh like two minutes two minutes you could rack it in a barrel you could it's rack it through a barrel the into the bright tank i mean is that what it is i put it at alexa 30 minutes and then uh, it's aged this could be anywhere from zero to, to like four months um okay typically like so when we do barrel aged beers that are like all malt long barrel aged beers we're talking minimum a year and we're brewing a wort stream just or a, a specific beer just for putting in barrels. It's different from a beer we'd release fresh. Okay. Um, and we're giving it time. Um, How does that compare to the cookie butter beer? It's not barrel aged okay. and tastes the same. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so kind of what I'm saying is, you know, barrel aging is definitely can be a, a good marketing tool and you can even barrel age part of the batch and say it's all barrel aged, right? If some of this beer went into barrels and they blended all those barrels out, like um, Highwire used to do one of those where they would do um, a barrel aged out that was named after a clown in the circus. I forget the name exactly. Uh, Punchinella, Punchinella, I think it was it called. I don't know. Um, but they had a stack of 10 barrels and they put two barrels per year 
into the beer called okay. a barrel aged stout, and then um, they celered up those barrels. So they added two barrels to the bottom every year. Um, so there's definitely a, a trend for that, and I mean it tastes great. Like I'm not. It, it, I think it's the best one it we just, got so far. It doesn't have a ton of barrel character. Does not have a ton okay, of barrel character. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I just wanted to be clear that you actually like it. Just pointing out that the barrel aged is. Yes, I do like it a lot. Open to interpretation. It likes his spiced and flavored beers. I'm a huge fan. So technically, they're called herb spice vegetable beers, Adam. Yes, sorry. And uh, I like them a lot. Okay. But from a marketing sp- perspective, would you go barrel aged or butter? Because you keep talking Never about this. butter. Yeah, I definitely. Would not use <laughs> butter, yet Hardywood did in that cookie butter beer, and it's great. So I don't know. So I'm thinking I'm running the Trader Joe's. You guys fin- go ahead, and I'll be right back. Get your Thanksgiving chips. And we'll, no, we they're those, those things have been gone since November 1st. Those Thanksgiving chips. You want to talk about things that will wreck your palate. <laughs> those things are. Those things. So what are chips? these chips? I need to, like. Go oh, Thanksgiving chips? It's yeah, Thanksgiving in a bag. Yeah. So, like turkey chips and like Basically, they taste, chips it, tastes, it tastes like stuffing, essentially. It does, yeah. Okay. Or dressing. And the first year I, I got those and loved them. And then like the next year I got like eight bags of them and I think I still have four. Oh, wow. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't. Well, but like, barely. That's a good, that's a good thing too though. Like stuffing's on the inside, dressing's on the outside. Is that how you do it? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, look, if it's not. <laughs> that's how you technically, start. Technically. If, it's not yeah. st- if it's not stovetop, I ain't having it. Easy. But the, um, and don't put it in the bird because apparently salmonella. Um, yes. It's like when they break out the, uh, the Cuban chips, the Cuban flavored, the Cuban mm. sandwich chips. It's just pickle. Just I was like, chips. you can't do mustard and pickle and ham all in one chip. That's too no, much. No, yeah. it's basically just a pickle chip. You yeah. need one of each, and then you can But I just them. came up with a beer for you to try. Can't let's, wait. We, let's do a Cuban sandwich beer. I'm thinking about this. We're going we're gonna to do this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they make a pickle beer. So People Cuban, make pickle okay. beer all the time. Spitball Cuban sandwich beer. Rye. Yeah. Smoked. Uh-huh. Um... Lager. So the pickle. key, the key is the key here. Hear me out. With served Dill. with a mustard pickle or a mustard pretzel and missing, pickle. You are missing the you are missing the Swiss cheese though. You, we will you, sour it with Lactobacillus helvetica, the same bacteria that is used in. How's go. that? How's All that right. for a reference? I like, it. Yeah. I like All it. of wow. that sounds awful. And, and folks, and sure, it'll be a great seller for you. There's a style like hunter that's a smoked sour beer. You guys so. just got to see how Wit designs every beer My at goodness. every place where he's a part of. Yeah, there you go. That makes sense. It just pulls right, it from so there. So we we moved over to the um, glass jug. Chemistry, yeah. Chemistry. I'm a fan of this one by this name. Well, glass jug rarely misses. Also, but yeah. Glass Chug rarely misses that. I'm not just saying that because they're a frequent guest on this podcast. They make good shit. Um, now, all right, let's get into educational portion. A wee heavy ale versus a scotch ale. I got this. So a scotch Wait, ale please. can be either a light, heavy, or export version. Historically, what is being, a light? What is a heavy? What's an export? Historically being charged as a, at a tax of 60, 70, or 80 shillings. Okay. A wee heavy or scotch strong ale uh, historically was charged at 120 shillings. Okay. So the tax difference is a function of price and gravity and alcohol. Okay. The so, first time so ever... The wee first, heavies are... Bigger beers. Bigger beers. The first time I ever met Wit was at Raleigh Bruin. They were, had done a collab with with Bond before Bond opened. And the first two hours of my meeting Wit, he talked to me just like that. And I had no clue what he was talking about. And nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> no. But that's the, that's the quick and dirty of um, the, the, the Scottish tax system and whatever else. And all their beers are effectively malt forward due to, uh, historically, due to the fact that... Um, 
they were required by English law to import hops. And so the 60, 70, 80 shillings were effectively the Scotch version of um, best ordinary and strong bitters. Yeah. Um, but they were not able to use as many hops as the English were because they were taxed heavily. And they came up with these multi kind of beers that are also delicious, but not as hoppy as the English sort of counterparts. Yeah. Um, famously, uh, they were thought to have been like kettle caramelized. So you use base malt and boil it for a long time at a low volume to get the color and then kind of fill it back and then kind of fill it back with um, regular colored wort. Um, and then, yeah, um, the uh, 60s, the lightest and the 120 that we have is the strongest. I yeah. feel like the spice is not as heavy as it's a wee bit heavy. It's a wee bit heavy. Yeah, that's true. It's a wee bit heavier than the uh, Bell's Christmas Ale. Adam, remember the, you remember this when I said it. the one thing I remember from that first meeting with Wit was when he told me he didn't like my partner and I won that beer. Wow, <laughs> I do not uh, care for Adam publicly so on the podcast, and that's why I brew beer with him every year to spite him. Well, then. he's trying to make over that comment because he thought I'd forget. Okay, then he's like, I've got him so baffled with bullshit here, he'll never remember that. Well, don't forget, Wit. <laughs> People don't forget <laughs> you and your garage beer. Yeah, I heard it was good. It's good for a garage beer. Fine. Now, I again, I am, uh, unless I'm missing something, maybe it's all the beer that's been uh, put into the plastic cup, which is a vibe, by the way. Total vibe. Positive Total vibe, vibe actually. On the, on, the pla- on the plastic. I feel like the glass jug is being judicious with how they spice this one. Is that a wrong interpretation, a right interpretation? I think that it's the most balanced out of all of them. I okay. think the the Dorothy's and the um, Barrel Age Christmas Cookie were kind of using uh, enhanced flavors. Yes. Um, I think the Gingerbread Stout maybe have maybe messed the mark on balance this year. Okay. As far as I talked about my rant on ginger, you guys said you only taste vanilla, but that balance was not where it normally is I see. every year. Um, and then I would say that chemistry is the most uh, balanced of the bunch. And then Bell's is really good, but not spiced, right? So it doesn't really, it's not in the same vein as, or harder to compare than the other ones. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. We've gone through all these holiday beers, Christmas ales, chemistry, Christmas cookies. These are specific. Purportedly barrel-aged Christmas cookie. Yes. Allegedly. Back to the fresh hops. Yeah, so um, normally... And you named this beer for Eschbach. It is an Adam Eschbach-specific collab. Fresh I ball. like to say it's also, Adam Eschbach. Yeah, I was going to say thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. This is the first time I've ever pronounced the name correctly on air. <laughs> I haven't even, or to my face. I haven't even picked up on it. Wait, how do you normally say it? Uh, Eschbach. Oh, no. no. usually drops the H as well. Oh, Esbaugh? Esbaugh. Esbaugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been all over the so place. So it's either cold and fresh or cold and fresh, fresh. depending on how you pronounce okay. his last name. So We're going to do one. a Fresca collab in the spring. Don't worry. Cold and fresh. <laughs> Emphasis on Esh. Yes, it's lowercase F-R, capital E-S-H. As so, you see Adam, what was your involvement on this beer other than just sitting around and hanging out? So that was it. Actually, seriously, my involvement is my favorite beer's are usually wet hop and fresh hop IPAs and pale ales right. and pilsners. And I had a celebration thanks, last night. Thanks to the pandemic, like in, especially during, I'd say 2021, the imports of those beers into our state had 
severely been cut back. Right. And there were a lot of good ones that we weren't able to access anymore. And, and you can't really access just them. Cut out. You can't really access them in North Carolina from the West Coast anyway, unless you make one. But we'll get into that later on process. Right. But like, I guess our the one we all know is a celebration. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there were a ton of them. Like, that yeah. we used to be able to get. Remember, well, uh, and this is a warrior, wet hot one. Warrior from um, left left hand was one. Warrior and, was and uh, um, ha- or uh, Hazy from Boulder Beer Company or Hazed and Confused. Um, was Hazed and Confused? Uh, yep. Was it really? Um, but there were there were a bunch, and uh, Ep- uh, Epic had one or not Epic. Um, uh, who makes Who makes uh, a Great Divide? Great yep. Divide had their fresh hot pale like. Uh, Years ago, these were all available, and they had this really great, like, so fresh, green, earthy. Let's give an example. So fresh and wet hop, fresh and wet hop beers. So celebration, everything we just said are either fresh or wet hops. The operative flavor difference, yeah. State. Uh, Joe is having his mind blown right now. Um, the operative flavor difference is when you get these hops that can only be gotten. Uh, be obtained uh, during acquired. the hop harvest, acquired during the hop harvest season fresh, is uh, normally to get hops to a brewing uh, facility, you have to harvest them, dry them, kiln them, and then pelletize them. Most of all of beer in the world works off uh, pelletized hops. Okay. Um, Sierra Nevada's house flavor of that kind of dank grassiness is from the fact that they use whole leaf hops, but those whole leaf hops are still dried and kilned. There is one time of year... Uh, in the northern hemisphere and one time of year in the southern hemisphere, you are allowed to get fresh or wet hops that are unkilned and undried. They are super fresh. They go bad in like 48 hours. Directly from the harvest. You have to get them airshipped with dry ice to, uh, to obtain them. So how did you get these? I got them airshipped with dry ice. ice. Can no no no, no. I, I tell I, Joe can you order directly from the website to his house? You can actually. There is a I'm website not, for I'm, this, I'm and you not, can order them. Yeah. I am Only if it's five flowers. Off my ass, off of five flowers. Thank Only if it's five much. flowers. Can you order it online? No. So, like, All right. It's, it's, so, it's okay, special let's, shipping. Let's, let's like this was a serious question. No no yeah. Okay, sorry. Classic sorry. Adam Eshbaugh. I screwed up the podcast. Let me be. Let me be cutesy boy here for to impress wit the <laughs> wow question is are you impressed very thank you okay that's all that matters that that's that's the goal joe you can proceed <laughs> thank you I'm, I'm glad i can run this podcast now no seriously who do you order from yeah so how every, do you so get them here a lot of so like crosby hops uh yakima chief a couple different places have emails sent out saying we're going to harvest these varieties of hops and mm-hmm. it's as specific as they don't tell you that you're going to get the hops until the day before. So you have to be okay. ready on call to brew these kind of beers. Um, in addition to that, um, because they're not kilned and dried and pelletized, right. you're using a ratio of like five to one. So where you use one pound uh, per barrel or, or one pound of hops per 31 gallons of liquid, okay, you would be using five pounds of these fresh hops. Okay, So we're like getting them drop shipped. And the way you normally brew them is you dump like where you'd use like five pounds or 10 pounds of hops using like 50 or a hundred pounds of these like whole cone, high volume hops. And you're putting them all in your mash tun after you mash out. And then after you finish the boil, you're racking all of that wort on top of the, this insane amount of hops. And then you're spinning the rakes like you would be with a mash for it's full of hops. And then you have to knock it out. It's a whole process thing. Yeah. It's basically like a once a year lifestyle. You're waiting for the hops to show up. Yeah. You have to do this weird thing to them. And then it tastes great. And now a great pumpkin shows up. Basically, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now this beer specifically, 
I've never done these um, until we did one with Adam because of one factor. I always thought it was cheating to do a fresh hop or wet hop beer. Um, celebration does not apply to this. And then dry hop with T90 pellets because if you're dry hopping with T90 pellets, it's what not a, a one. T, what is a T90 pellet? Sorry, a pelletized hop. A pelletized okay. regular hop. Gotcha. Uh, T90 is the extruder uh type of the hop but and that's is that different from the t1000 that has come back in time uh, t2000 i think to deal with the hop One th- the yeah. young hop that could change the outcome yeah. of the future yeah come okay. with me if you want to drink do you remember you know? I, yeah yeah do you remember when i said last week adam when we were doing videos we don't need to know how you brew your beer <laughs> no yeah yeah it's a, it's a thing it's a thing but that's the whole, but that's the whole point of talking to wit when, when, when people see wit baker on the podcast description they're going Oh, I know what we're getting to. We, we get we get TLDR this. Fresh we're going to get vibe. the hell in it. We do need a translator for Wit, though. That's that, no, it's it's true. It's true. Look, man, Wit. I give Wit a lot of credit. He's the only guest that has ever gotten me to curse on the podcast in reaction to something he said. Now, plastic cups, the vibe. Now, <laughs> so the reason why I asked about how do you get these because I can imagine there's only so many of these hops available from a very specific area in the country with a lot of people who want to make this beer. So I have this vision of you, like me trying to get a Disney dining reservation at seven o'clock in the morning and hitting refresh, refresh, As he says in his Zelda shirt. Yes. Hey man, I've, I've gone to a midnight release of a game before. No, it's great. Me too. Me too. So I'm I'm assuming that is this, is it the same way or do you have the connect? Um, there's not really a connect. They make enough of it. So like basically what happens is they pre-order a week in advance for every type of varietal of hops. So they have like Strata, Amarillo, Simcoe, like the okay. ones that people want to buy and they get a pre-order together and then whatever the pre-order amount is, they go ahead and ship those and they process the rest. Gotcha. So it used to be exactly the way you're saying. Okay. And there are some people, so I didn't get rise of the resistance. Damn it. You know, exactly. Okay. I made you cuss twice. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Look at look at the flex. All, this yeah. podcast is all about flexes today. Yeah. Bike flexes. So no, so urban um, farmhouse flexing. You know, so the area of of the U.S. that grows hops are basically Washington, Oregon, and Idaho, right? Okay. And so breweries in Washington, Oregon, and Idaho can drive to those places. So like, sure, a couple of different breweries like Bill Breaker, um, uh, Cloudburst in the in those areas in those three states they'll drive and get whatever they want because they're close enough they can do whatever they want, right? Mm-hmm. People on the East Coast are sort of more subject to what I just outlined where it's like, this week we're harvesting strata. Do you want a strata I gotcha. hop okay. batch sent to you, right? Um, and so we used, I think, Amarillo in the in the mash tun kind of knockout thing. And then I've never brewed these because there was never a way to dry hop um, with fresh hops also. Prior to last year. Okay. Last year, Yakima Chief went ahead and people may know cryo hops from the podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they do cryo fresh hops. So it leaves it in a state that is storable at like negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit Mm -hmm. and not kilned for a long time. So we have uh, Citra uh, cryo fresh dry hop in this. Okay. So it's the one of the, this year and last year were the first two years, your fresh hop or wet hop beers could be all fresh and wet hops if you weren't Sierra Nevada. Interesting. Now, we'll close on this with all this did education. You, did, sorry, I was distracted, but did you explain why it took so long to Explain the beer? Oh. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> come, come here. Adam wouldn't, Adam wouldn't let me call it a cold IPA for the first two months, so it came out in the third month. So you were exactly. right. You feel justified, you feel justified now? No, Adam? no. So the, the, the thing you're checking for. Because you had to lager it, right? We had to lager it. <laughs> 
Give it a longer. Witt won't admit it. He blamed it on green matter. <laughs> I did, but so that's what he's saying. So yeah, so um, you may have heard of hop creep, right? And hop creep is from the Hop Quality Council um, demanding that hops be kilned at a lower temperature for longer, and that leaves active enzymatic material in the green matter of hops. So think about that versus this <clears throat> fresh hop cryo where it's unkilned, all the enzymes are active. So when you dry hop with it, you got to spend a while to make sure that it's not okay. going to have diacetyl or off flavors. All right. So with all this fresh hopness, who's making a beer that essentially has a uh, hop pulp in it? Me. Have you made beer that actually has pulp in it? Oh, you mean like Hopkeef or what? There's That's a product now. Is that an actual thing? It's it's like when you go to the and get your orange like, juice. You get orange juice. Get your orange and juice. pulp. Like, and you're actually drinking. Civil Society has a beer called Pulp, I think, in Florida. And it actually has, but it, does it have with hops? No. Oh, no one likes floaties in their beer. No. No one has pulp actually in their beer. So why not? I had a daisy cutter it one time. does not like taste it good. in it, basically. Because it's an old if, daisy if cutter that was freshness, protein. Why don't you just have hops literally in the beer? They are not delicious when you eat them directly. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we did Mike, the we Oscar Blues? Shout out to Mike Fritz on his, <laughs> no, what, what we his Oscar <laughs> Blues tour. Just like his hand in the pellets and yeah. just grabbed a couple of pellets in his mouth. You're having, these are like fresh? No, they were just the pellets. See, I'm talking fresh. When we do the OG lager or whatever we're doing, we'll let you eat some Resonates and then you'll never ask this question on air again. I'll do it for the content. But Joe, the... The actual whole pellet hops are like they're leafy. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I want some. Get... Le- I want leaves in my beer. Why not? <laughs> because how fresh is that? That's the freshest. No, it's the same. We are, amount within, of walk- we are within walking distance of being able to do this. Do you want to do this? Let's do it. We're doing it. I totally want to do this. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it li- <laughs> live stream. Someone get their phone so out. We'll live stream this. Pour out a beer, put some leaves yeah. in it, and see what happens. What could go wrong? We'll get some open pellets and, and put them in a beer for you. <laughs> to me, it's just as fresh as you can get it, right? 100%. Yeah, we'll go try it. We'll see Speaking what you of think. which, yeah. one of my all-time favorites, uh, So Fresh and So Green Green by Terrapin. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I yeah. Love, I used to there. love that one. And it hadn't been in the state for several years. We're going to talk off air about that one. Okay. What's up, There's Terrapin? a lot of things that have been off air on this Imagine podcast. that. Wit's going to tell me something I like is not good. Yeah. That is how that's going to go down. But yeah. Is wit fun at parties? I've been called by the senior editor of Good Beer Hunting a human party trick. <laughs> what does Good that mean? <laughs> Are we For reference. Of- You're like when the dude breaks out the guitar on the stairs in yeah. Animal House. Yes. No, I'm like, let's go saber, let's go saber a bottle with this glassware or something like that. I love a cherry. It's fun. <laughs> Anyway. And Belushi is just coming through to wreck, to wreck everything. Yes. So the the Eshbaugh beer is available right now. Uh, I think we're on the last keg. It's been available. It's, it's available, available at uh, Graffiti as well. Okay. Graffiti has some. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you both. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, you know what we got coming next. We're week? talking wines next week. So oh. buckle up. Buddy. Oh. Wines. So hey, look, guys. Guys, guys, we need to get a date for the. Uh, for the bourbon podcast. I don't know. Wayne. You let us know when your house is available. Well, I'll tell you when it's not Not the available. whole house. The just garage. The, just the garage. Or, or the bike garage. The garage that, uh, that has only the bike garage is a good one. related to the bicycle garage. We might be. <laughs> we might be. We can always do it in the detached. So. 
Oh, there's where, a, the, has, where the urinal is. We should do it there. We can do it in the garage. Has, we have, that's right. You have your urinal. There's a detached department, so we can do it there anytime. Okay. Um, We're welcome but, there. Yes. He calls that the outhouse. Uh-huh. But I'm out of town the 18th through the 23rd, so we need to do it the week before. All right, that's fine. I'm around. So we need to figure that out. You're, you're going when? 18th through the 23rd. So it looks like we're doing it the week of the 11th. Okay. I'm around. Yeah. I ain't got nothing going on. Is your is your boy joining us? Rick? Is, is yeah, radio through. voice Rick coming yeah, out? Yeah, Rick will come through. Radio Rick, Rick in the room tonight. Well, it's funny. I was actually thinking about um, about content stuff, and we, we might have to put the eggnog and pappy in a positive vibes only color changing cup at some well, point. Well, I like that idea. I think we might have to do that. Like, yeah. For, for Full the, on shakes. For the TikToks. Heck yes. Just dump the shake in the cup, watch it color change, put the pappy in, stir it up. Speaking of pappy, go. did you guys happen to see the article? I, I don't know what app. Google changed their... By the way, I need access to all of the Buffalo Trace vintage release that yeah. they, just, they just handed out. Right, so... I need that at Graffiti, Wayne. Pappy, yeah, we, we can't Apparently, get Apparently, they also just released the oldest dickle, and we're not talking about Wayne. The oldest years. dickle... It's an 18-year-old. Available. And it's not out yet in our area, but um, you gonna get it? Of course, if we if it's available for us to get. But so okay. many things don't come into North Carolina. Number one, I'm gonna need some. Uh, number two, some, they don't come to Wake it, County. It, what are what are you drinking the golf course with Dickel? Is it Squirt? Is it? I mean, it Mount makes Dew? sense. That's where the pee comes out. That's right. You're not going to drink. Dickel. Out of the you're dickle. not going. You're not going to drink an 18 year old with anything except uh, a cube of ice. I don't know, man. Um, I feel like I'm on the golf course with that. Whiskey Mountain Dew is a good feel. But good there, yeah. there was a. Um, there's a bar, I, yeah. Yeah. I think it was in, <laughs> go ahead, Wayne, Sorry. I think the bar was in Wait's Louisville, and last Friday for Black Friday, they had every vintage, 10, 12, 13, 15, 20, 23, and 25, Pappy. Wow. Break even. Wait, where? It was a, it was a bar in Louisville. Louisville. Oh my God. And well, is that the one that does the Pappy slushies? No, this I is. I've got serious this is one respect for that place. They handed out ninety tickets. The first ninety people in line got a wristband, and you could try out one sample of any of vintage any at what it cost divided by. That's incredible. Yeah. So the the lowest one was like seven dollars, and uh, the highest one was like eighteen or twenty. Okay. So it was pretty cool, and they felt like. You know, that bourbon has gotten so hyped on the secondaries that they want to give the common man them. an opportunity to drink it. That's awesome. Pretty cool, yeah. That's kind why of, I love that 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 bourbon slushy place, man. That that's kind of what we do over graffiti on Tuesdays. Still, yeah. you know, we give you a chance yep. to. All right, well, I'm keeping you guys from your meeting. So. You are, but we, Adam bumped it out 15, so we're good. There you go. That's going to wrap it up for this edition. We'll see you all next week. Good guys. Harmless habits. Cheers.